Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's up with you, buddy? Uh, I can't call it, man. You know, another day, another day of bullshit, man. Look, mm-hmm. I'm going to start. I'm, I might put a segment on here, man. Call that shit the <laughs> FedEx Chronicles, man. I'm telling you. Oh, no. I'm t- man, yo, I'm telling you, people wilding out here in these streets, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got this one place. I go in there. I had to put the shit on the hand trucks. It's, you know, pretty heavy. It's probably about 30 pounds a box, right? So there's three of them. I'm rolling the shit in. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker, I go there like every day. This motherfucker gonna try to tell me today, hey, lead two of them up front and take one to the back. I look at this motherfucker like, I gave him that look like, really? He yeah. was just like, I take the top one and I take it to the back. <laughs> like, like what? What kind of shit is yo? I'm telling you, but people wilding out here. They be like, they like, they be testing, and they be testing. Yeah, it. your only job is to drop this shit off, not organize it. Yeah. Thank you. Why yeah, people wilding out here, man? But I nah, see. man. Um, but nah, I'm alright, man. You know what I'm saying? Still, still getting some uh some shit done behind the scenes and everything. But uh, how That's about yourself, man? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, feeling great, man. Um. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling for the most part, man. Um, working on some stuff that I got, uh, that I want to do um, soon. You know what I'm saying? I know I've been talking about isolated society and coming up with stuff like that, but you know what I'm saying? The best thing about content creation is, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty much like a playground. You get to pick and choose what you want to do. And uh, I got a, I got some pretty good ideas, man. I'm, I'm going to try them out and see how they work and see what works, what doesn't. And we'll see what stick, man. Hey man, I know how you feel, man. I was texting with the guy Casey the other day mm-hmm. about uh, you know how I got my little my little crime figure series that I be doing yeah. on the twenty eight minutes or less. And I was just asking him about it. I was like, man, you think I should keep this thing rolling? He was like, yeah. He's like, man, these things be interesting. He'd be like, and you be on your bag and these bad boys. So yeah, you you, so, you get in there. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, because I was just I was just contemplating like if I wanted to keep doing it, but then I got to thinking. And I know this is look, y'all can hear this shit. I don't give a fuck. The thing is with people is I think that in our actuality, people really only want to hear like what they want to hear. Like they yeah. don't really want to like learn shit. If that's what I'm trying to say, it's more like like I don't take the most popular shit and right. pot about it, you know, because I'm not trying to be clickbait. Like I, I do what I'm comfortable with and what I feel is good, and I think yeah, you that yeah, and and I think yeah. that like I don't I don't use and which look I could do it, you never know. I might you know what I'm saying give my perspective on someone like uh you know Frank Lucas, but the reason I wouldn't do Frank Lucas is because it's like three or four docs about him is a whole movie called American Gangster, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like why do him? So I try to do the you know the other the people that might heard about. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So I try to do that, but you know, just just thinking out loud on the pod, man. Yeah, man, it'd be like that, man. You know what I'm saying? I think the 
the the beauty and the, the ugliness of you know what I'm saying doing this whole podcast thing is being able to do what you like, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> trying to make it to where people are going to want to, you know what I'm saying, watch it or listen to it. Yeah. I think with a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, that's a battle. Some people just give in and they just, you know what I'm saying, do the norm. But, you know what I'm saying, like when you really got some interesting ideas and you really got some stuff you want to work on, you know what I'm saying, it it, it, it becomes a little hassle, you know what I'm saying. But the dope part about it is, is that, you know what I'm saying, Maybe two, three years down the line, somebody catch on to it, and you know what I'm saying it'll blow up. Then, like, you never know, man. That's the that's the good thing about it. At least you know what I'm saying is that it's here to stay for right now. You know what I'm saying oh, it ain't yeah. going nowhere. So it ain't like you did a couple one and dones and nobody ever hear it again. You know what I'm saying this is stuff that you know what I'm saying people can go back and listen to. You know what I'm saying for however long at this point we don't know yet, but. That's the only good thing about it. Like I told you, man, um, we talked off everybody not too long ago. The, some people hit me up from this African website, <clears throat> and they got like a, a entertainment website. I don't know what country it is in, but you know what I'm saying. Like they was hitting me up about the, the podcast, the uh, Already Home podcast, an episode that we did like a long time ago. Yeah, and they was asking, you know what I'm saying, like to put it on there, and then it ended up being like some other shit or whatever, but. But yeah, I was sitting there like, man, I don't even remember doing this episode. So I go back and listen to it, <laughs> and then the the shit we was talking about, I was I was wondering why the fuck they wanted it on their site. So I was like, you know what I'm saying, inquisitive about that. But they never really reached back to me after that because I told them I really wasn't interested. But yeah, it was just it was it's weird, man. You know what I'm saying, like just knowing that people can go back and listen to some shit that you said two three years ago. Or people are even still listening to the shit you said two, three years yeah. ago. Yeah, it is crazy. Like I went, um, I went and logged in on the already home profile, and like <laughs> we still got like twenty listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So there's people that still out there listening to that shit, man. Damn, I need to click. I have I haven't logged on to uh to the start of time in a while, man. I haven't looked at it. I know since last early mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. So uh since I uh, ended up doing the last episode back in if I'm not mistaken, back in July. So I haven't looked at that shit this, uh since then. So yeah. I'm about to log in and see what it say, man. See if people still yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, man, I know, you'd be surprised. I still be going on there, man. Like I I had told you one day, man, I would just uh it was an episode and I guess I didn't say featuring you because like it was kind of like a call in type of situation. Mm-hmm. And I was just listening like Oh shit! <laughs> like I ain't know he was on this episode. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Like I was, uh, I, I ended up just like going through the, you know, what I'm saying, like just through all the titles of them, man. And, like I told, a, I told a story on one of the episodes about how I got broke up with in high school with my high school sweetheart, my mm-hmm. freshman year, and that shit was just so funny. Just going back and listening <laughs> to the shit, bro. This shit was hilarious, man. So it's just, you know what I'm saying, it's it's there. So it ain't like, you know what I'm saying, it's deleted off the thing. So you never know, man. Who knows? That shit might blow up in two, three years, man. Yeah, but that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, but, but well, so, we, got, um, we got an interesting one, man. Oh, yeah, we definitely got an interest, interesting one, man. Um, I couldn't say that word for shit. <laughs> my lips work. <laughs> yeah, like, make sure my lips work. Uh <laughs> 
God damn. Um, yeah, man. So you know what I'm saying? We got a Spike Lee joint, man. Um, Inside Man starring. Oh, yeah. Hold up. I Go fucked ahead. that up last week. Hey, boy. I, I, I swear to y'all, I wasn't trying to do the uh the name every black director shit. But I thought at first I thought it was F. Gary Gray. And then yeah. I was like, nah, nah, nah. It was John Singleton, John Singleton. Yeah, I fucked that all up. It was Spike Lee. So my Spike bad. Lee. <laughs> yeah, so it's a Spike Lee joint, man. Um, starring Denzel Washington, Clive on Jody Foster, uh, Willem Dafoe, Titwell Ejiofor. I think that's how you say his name. And um, a shitload of other people. There's some other people on here that... Uh, uh, Daryl Mitchell. I forgot about him. He was one of the cops. Christopher um, Palmer. Yep. Uh, Amir Ali Saad. I forgot what he playing, but he was a little boy um, in the movie. He grew up and played a couple of... Um, Couple of dope joints. Matter of fact, he was in Chappelle's show when he was a little kid too. Oh, okay. He was the little kid that was um <laughs> he's the little kid that told Dave Chappelle that Kenny was hilarious. <laughs> Dave Chappelle told him, Fuck you, son. That was him. So um <laughs> yeah, if y'all, you know what I'm saying, go back and check that out. Yeah, so um Inside Man, basically uh it's a movie about a um hostage negotiator who comes into a peculiar bank robbery and he's dealing with the um the bank robbers trying to figure out pretty much what's going on and he ends up pretty much breaking the case and nobody you know what I'm saying really went down for anything but he pretty much broke the case without really breaking the case yeah. I guess that's a a good way to put it man so um we just you know what I'm saying before we hopped on here pre-production we talked and I said, man, I forgot how good this movie was. And then you gave me this look. So what's good? <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem to agree, yeah. my guy. What's up, man? Well, I mean, listen, the the plot of it is cool. First of all, I mean, when we're talking about a negotiator, man, we know, you know what I'm saying, the negotiator is the best all-time movie uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, negotiating situa- uh, situations. But mm-hmm. no, nah, like when I was watching it last night, I was just looking at it and I'm like, I remember it like it felt better then than it does now. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, when it comes to Denzel, he always stands out in everything Absolutely. that he plays in. Um, Christopher Plummer, he's he's just you know what I'm saying like effortless for him too. But I mean, you look how long he's been doing this shit. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So. You know, Jodie Foster, she's all she always kill it. Uh, Clive mm-hmm. Owen kills it, and and I think that what it was, the the plan was was clever as fuck. And I mean, how many times have Hold we on. seen that? Wait a minute, no, 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 you're not gonna do that. Clever. What? That plan was fucking genius. Uh, I mean, for 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 what it was, yes. It Come was, on, bro. It was, it was, it was genius, and and I think that watching watching the build up, not really knowing what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. and the whole fact of they went in there. What I did like was they went in there with an agenda, and they stuck mm-hmm. to it. And I think that to get everybody on the same page, because I mean, dude, you got now the thing about bank money is it marked once it in the bank, it's marked, so it ain't really too much you could do with this shit. Right. Rather being tracked down, but for nobody to get the temptation to just 
squeeze a couple of bills, you know what I mean, in their pocket to see if they can get away with it. Like, everybody stuck to the plan of what they were supposed to be doing. Which, that was, which was, was one of the reasons that it was so dope. Yeah, yeah. Like, that part of it is dope. I just think that I just found myself, you know, drifting off. Not drifting mm-hmm. off to sleep, but, like, you know, looking off to the side, looking at my yeah. phone. Like, I really paid attention. Yeah, like, it didn't, it didn't pull my attention to the fact of, like, where I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. That's what I oh, meant No, 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 by, yeah. When I, when I say, okay, so when I say is I forgot how good the movie was, I didn't mean in that way. What I meant was basically just the fact of keeping the viewer, you know what I'm saying, like, on their toes. Because you really don't know what the fuck is going on in this movie. Yeah. All you know is, is that basically... Mr. Case is um, talking to Mrs. White or Miss White, whatever. I don't think she's married, but Miss White. And he basically trying to get her to get down there and get whatever is in box 392. And whatever it is, is something super important to where it seems as if it'll break his whole shit. Well, the, the crazy thing was, is that the only thing I had a problem with pretty much was we still don't know why the fuck dude was after the goddamn shit in the box. Well, okay. This is my observation on it. Okay. So the whole thing with box 392, well, first of mm-hmm. all, he wanted to have no record of it. So nobody would ever check it. That's number one, mm-hmm. because he was connected with some Nazi motherfuckers, so he made money off the Holocaust. Right. And he also took he that ring that uh that belonged to you know what I'm saying a powerful person yes and the diamonds so mm-hmm. nobody knew that he had these diamonds and then plus right. why first of all why would you keep that that type of paperwork anyway like that shit needed to be shredded and burnt and whatever like I don't know why you would want to keep record of you making money from the Holocaust and swastikas all in your shit but maybe if you're that racist and maybe you want to hold on to it because that's it's, how you it's feel. Not a, it's not the racist, man. It's the it's the I'm a rich man. I can kind of do what I want. Like, yeah, I'm sure dude with the money that he had thought nobody knew shit about this. But this dude did. Now, exactly. they, what I don't like well, shit, is, the whole team did. Yeah. What I don't like is they never explain how he knew about it. Like, exactly. How he knew about how uh, Dalton knew about Box 392 in the first mm-hmm. place. It never explains to us how he figured that out. Right. And I don't know if he was connected to Mr. Case in some kind of way, or maybe that his grandparents was in the Holocaust and they knew about so it. Like here's my theory. Okay. The friend that he was talking about when he said he'd done a lot of people wrong and then he the, the ring, the Parisian lady. Yeah. I think that was either her son or her grandson. So how would they get the information? Like now, when it comes to when it comes to Detective Fraser, like he went on and on and on after the case was over and found out that yo, there's like we're missing one. It goes to three ninety one to three ninety three. Where the fuck is three ninety two? Why didn't the record of it? Right. Now maybe Dalton was able to get this information that Detective Fraser got. Because, like, how did he know to go straight to 392? How did he know what was in that box? And so then he left the ring behind. So he never took the ring. 
Right. But I don't know if that was to fuck with well, Detective Frazier. Remember, it wasn't. A, it, it was never about the ring. It was about the first off. It was about the information because that was the first thing he did. He grabbed that file and he looked at it. Then they took the diamonds. And remember yes. when dude asked him, he was like, "What about the ring?" He was like, "Nah, I left it in good hands." Because he, yeah, he knew that he knew that Fraser was going, you know, saying some get. questions. Exactly. Now another thing that I peeped too, um, was the pen that he gave her. That was the pen that records. Yeah. So I I, I caught that at the end too. So basically, whatever they was going to end up talking about was going to be recorded. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was going to be able to uh, get some evidence. Okay, well, i tell you what I didn't like. I didn't like how... I understand that it was Mr. Case back. I understand mm-hmm. it. I get that. But you really going to let Miss White come in there and just like, like, yo, I work for this powerful man. He wants me to do this. He's like, oh, so you looking for the... Like, for, like there is a hostage bank robbery situation going on and you just let this lawyer type lady just 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 come right in the middle of the investigation hey man, now you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do to make sure them hostages yeah, are safe true but like when it came to and I, and I think that and another thing that I think that was calculated was the fact that he did it on the day where the one detective that normally handled this type of shit was off because mm-hmm. I think that he knew Detective Fraser had some shit with a check cashing place. You know what I'm saying? So he I don't even think I don't even think they had anything to do with each other. The reason I say that is for the simple fact of when the other guy had got Miss White and Detective, like when they was all sitting in the car, right? Mm-hmm. And they were saying that yo, we can give you a promotion, we can make that, well, that was one the mayor. thing go away. The mayor. Like we can make all the other shit go away. Yeah. But this is the thing. If that other cop was working, he would have been like, look, I don't give a fuck what y'all got going on. This is my invest well, not investigate, but this is my negotiations. I'm not letting mayor, nobody bro. in here. That ain't gonna happen. That's the mayor. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I just I see what you said, but it's like, just like just like she said, just like well, they both said it. It's above your pay grade. Like, nigga, we really ain't even asking you. We telling you for real, for real. Yeah, but I just thought that whole scene was just kind of weird. It's just like I just don't see how. No, look, I'm not a cop, so I don't know how this shit goes. But I just mm-hmm. feel like they're not just gonna let just someone just go in there and talk to a person that we're negotiating with, and you know, for him, you know, for her to get that paperwork from the dude. And I thought that that was beyond clever for the dude to get that paperwork. So the fact that that dude can never go after him because he know that he could release that paperwork. Mm-hmm. And he noted that would damage him. And also for the fact of someone now look, we've seen situations like this before in like other movies and shit. Mm-hmm. But like for someone to just come here rich off the fucking Holocaust and able to start all these bank branches and become the billionaire that he became, it's just like really like I mean Swiss Bank did it. They did it, and former slave owners did the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like that's the one like fucked up thing about like America and shit. Hell, NASA it's, did it too. 
Yeah, because they was using uh, former German Nazi people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so they can be the first to get to the get, get to the uh, the moon. You say that they proclaimed that they did. So I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I didn't. I, they never. <laughs> I, I don't say they did nothing. They didn't do shit. They ain't never been no fucking moon, bro. Uh, man, I like fucking with you on that. I know. But, listen, listen. This is and I, I. This is I say this a thousand times until the, my last dying breath. How can you go to the moon? Millions and millions and millions of miles away on the spaceship carrying all of that fuel without blowing up or anything, and you can't even go to the bottom of the fucking ocean. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but you get to the goddamn moon. Nah, man. Nice try. Hey, boy, you wild, bro. But <laughs> so, uh nah, like it was to to me, like to to do that and to think it through the way that they did to actually go in as painters to go in like dude it was just like they had this shit so planned down to the T dude to the point where it was just like to all of the shit that they took in the bank they had to give him a week supply of water food you know what I'm saying I don't know a, a fucking bucket or whatever the fuck you use to piss and shit and all this type of shit like mm-hmm. to take all of that all of the shit that they need to prepare that wall they had to paint it they had to build it it was just like and then for them to send the um ah oh man he wasn't Arabic uh what was he uh damn I forgot what he was but a dude of another national a national damn if I could talk <laughs> Oh, you talking but, about the dude with the um with the with turban the on his head? Over? He was sick. yeah, he was a Sikh yeah. Indian or Sikh. So, Some people say Sikh. I heard it pronounced Sikh, but he basically I say Sikh sometimes unless I get yeah. corrected. But I heard it's pronounced Sikh. Yeah, and to send him out there with the with the thing, and for them to bug hit them when he was when they both trying to bug each other, that's mm-hmm. smart enough to play a fucking. Oh, I ain't see dude. I haven't seen. iPod, and I don't know how long. (laughs) Well, see, this is the thing, right? And this is why I say that he was, for me, um, he was he was smart, but I think he just got in his head too much because he was saying little stuff here and there that was basically hinting at the fact that they know what the hell is going on on every move. Because he was saying like, "Yo, it's like we both got the same playbook. They just know what we doing before we know what they doing." Exactly. And come to find out, he realized that, you know what I'm saying, after somebody saying, you know what I'm saying, something about who's listening or whatever, one of the, talking to one of the cops or whatever. Um, I will say this, too. This is the most New York movie I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. He had this. New York- this had every new every single New York stereotype in it. Dude, even the dude that uh, ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. or ex-wife or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he is a fireman. He was a fireman in New York. Yeah. Um. He was in uh, all that nine eleven shit. Yeah. Uh, the anniversary of nine eleven, like all that shit they had on Netflix and, mm-hmm. and HBO Max. He was in that shit. Okay. So like it was like and um the dude that had the turban, he was yeah. in the nine eleven stuff as well. So Spike, there was just people that I'm pretty sure Spike Lee probably just like. Oh know, no, for sure. Yeah, like I yeah, mean Spike like, Lee from New York, Denzel from New York, like. This is this is all the most New York 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I was saying. Like even the even the lady that um they was interviewing and the one dude was calling her boobs. Yeah. And, he, and uh and the other detective kept staring down at him. But even when she was talking, like you could tell, like, oh yeah, she from she definitely from somewhere in New York. Like it just her whole demeanor. So I mean, like, I that's one thing that I did like about the movie. Like it didn't seem as if like the actors were out of place. It felt like they were from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they didn't just move in a whole bunch of actors and yeah. trying to teach them the accent and yeah. teach them New York ways and shit. Now, right. what I liked the one part that did make me bust out laughing was when um so when uh Detective Fraser finally talked to Dalton mm-hmm. and um uh, because he was trying to call but he never would answer, so he finally get him on the phone and then he was like uh he said, you know, I'm going to walk out of here out the front door. He said, man, I'm going to be, you know, sitting in Malibu with Tiffany oh, and yeah. Ashley by the, by, by the pool. He said, he said, he said nah, he said, I'm more like Tyrone and Jesus. No, he said Jamal and Jesus. He said, that yeah, thing Jamal you're sucking on is not a pina colada. <laughs> hey, why that jump was so funny. He yeah. has, like, the best, like, comedic timing. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's something he don't get credit for. I think when it comes to Denzel, as an actor, I think a lot of the times he come off so genuine because I think it's really him. Mm-hmm. And a person who I think that they are a great actor, but like people think that he's starting to take a slump. But like when when you okay, so when you listen to Denzel and the way that he talks, like a lot of the times it, it mirrors the person that's acting. But the person mm-hmm. who don't do that is Will Smith. Like when you hear him talk. He don't even sound the same. Like his cadences ain't even the same. Like he talks different. Like in movies, like he's not trying to portray like when he played a Mike Lyria, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So like he has like a deeper voice. Like he seems more confident. Like but when he is just talking like regular, mm-hmm. like he was on um, uh, who was that? He was on a Quest Love podcast last week. And it's just like the way that he talks and the way he portrays himself, it's like he's not even the same guy. Like, it's like, I know you're playing a character. I get that. I understand that. But mm-hmm. it's just like, like, just the way that he talks is, is like not the same. But it's like Denzel, like Denzel, like Denzel. It's just oh, like yeah. he's, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think see, he's, he's, I think the reason he's so good is because he can be Denzel in every role, but it's a different character in every role you know what i mean like yeah he can have the same cadence same vocal tone all that like everything sound the same all that but you know it's denzel when you hear it but when you acting i mean when he's acting you believe him so much in that role that you kind of forget he's denzel in a way yeah true 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 like you know even when he played like uh i think his name was scott frost in um safe house Mm-hmm. It's like, even though we assumed that he was the bad guy, and just the way that he, just the way that he played that character, and yeah. if I'm not mistaken, he did it in this shit too. He did TikTok thing. He likes that, like the, like the, uh, didn't he say that in this? He was like the clock is ticking TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he did that in uh, Safe House too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I sound like a movie nerd right now. No, I but, thought you um, was talking about the nigga be on TikTok. That's how I was gonna be like, no, oh. nah, nah. He's no, he <laughs> says the phrase, nah. He yeah. says the phrase of TikTok. Okay, okay. Um, but no, man, it's just like just how that came off, and like 
just the way that he said it, it was just like, yo, but this dude, he's just so genuine when he does stuff and when he says things to where, like, it always comes off as, like, dude, he seemed like he might be the coolest guy to hang around with. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as I like Will, but, like, when I, like, heard him on Quest Love, it's like, I don't think I want to hang out with him. Well, I I mean, I've heard heard some stories about Will Smith that people think that he's, like, this – just giddy type dude, like you know what I'm saying, like real, you know what I mean, soft spoken, you know what I'm saying, not not so tough person. But I've heard I've heard some things about Will Smith from uh, old cohorts on interviews that might change your mind. Like they they say that nigga is really like Philadelphia to like to the core. Yeah, like he like they said like he's one of them niggas that like if when the dog missed the frisbee at the Eagles game, like he'd be the one blowing the dog. <laughs> like, yeah, so he's a he's a real Philadelphia. Yeah, but uh but not like um but then that like just the way that he comes up like man his committed timing is mm-hmm. great like just how his emotion change and 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 um Spike Lee loves to do that one thing of where so you remember when they pretend shot the uh, hostage in the head and he and, Cart and moving, it, yeah, and yeah, real like, slow, and everybody else yeah. is moving off. Spike, yeah. Spike loves Classic to do that. Spike that's Lee. like his, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like his trademark, man. He loves, he loves doing that, man. So I like well, how. Speaking of Spike Lee, did you catch the Easter egg they had in the movie? What's that? Okay, so you know, towards the end, where he's going home, where Denzel's going home, and he okay. walks in, and it's a dude on the couch sleep. Yeah, and he had the forty in his hand. Yeah, do you know where that forty is from? Uh-uh. It's from Bamboozle. Oh. Uh, nah, yeah, I didn't. That's the 40 ounce that the, that the, um, it was a, it's a commercial in Bamboozle called the Bomb Malt Liquor. Huh. And, they, <laughs> and the, the, the slogan is the bomb, baby. It helps you get your freak on. It's supposed to be a malt liquor that gives you erection. But he was on the couch. Not but no, no. the the dude on the couch had the malt liquor. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know if he drunk it or not because it still had the cap on it. But I just when I seen that when I seen the bottle, I was like, oh shit, that's uh bamboozle. So that's another Spike Lee movie. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that was a dope little Easter egg to throw in there. It's probably a whole bunch of more that that I didn't catch, but I thought that was a, a super duper uh cool thing to do. Um, especially for people that's like you know what I'm saying Spike Lee fans. So the 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 interactions between I don't want to keep saying Denzel, let me get his name right first. Detective Fraser. Okay, so the interactions between Detective Fraser and Dalton. What how did you think that um how did you think that went? Because I to me I thought it was a great chess match. Like I thought I thought it was a great, you know what I'm saying, game of wits. Cause usually in you know what I'm saying, like those situations. You usually see um, the the robber or the the person taking the hostages, like they they appear to be smart at first, and then they get frustrated, and then they just become like this bumbling idiot. But what I thought was dope that um, that what, what Spike Lee and the writers was doing was basically they were keeping um, they were keeping Dalton like with a cool, calm head. You know what I'm saying? Like he was basically 
on a mission to do something. They were focused more so on the mission than it was anything else. And then on top of that, like, you know what I'm saying? They had the detective who was really being a detective. He wasn't trying to like find a way to go in and kill everybody. Like he wasn't, he was really trying to figure out what was going on and why they're doing what they're doing. So what, how did you, what did you think about that interaction? I think that, uh, like you said, it was a chess match, but I also think that they, in a way, admired each other um, Mm -hmm. for, for what they did in a quote unquote professions. Um, And, and I think that the way that detective uh, Frazier looked at Dalton was like, yo, he's very smart. He's very calculated and he don't want to kill him for him to know like, yo, I can just tell by speaking with this guy, he's not a violent mm-hmm. guy. Like, he don't want to kill anybody. Yeah. So he's looking at it like, yo, we can get this done without there being any casualties. And then I think that he looked at Detective Frazier like, like this guy, he's a very smart detective. And if I play my cards right, I could give him to buy me more time. And then, like, like just that dynamic of them trying to fill each other out knowing that neither one of them was going to break the rules. Just like Dalton was like, yo, you're not going to break in here and start shooting hostages for the simple fact of I haven't called the threat. Mm-hmm. So like he knew the rules of engagement of the cops and he knew that Detective Frazier wouldn't wouldn't break them because like right. I said, maybe there was a coincidence, maybe there's not. But I think that I personally feel that there was like he chose that day to do it because it would be Detective Frazier because I think that Detective Frazier was still trying to prove himself and he was trying to move up the ladder. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't move up the ladder without having, especially this situation going right, but he was able to make a deal with Miss White so him, you know, so he could jump that ladder in the first place anyway. But I thought the dynamic between those two, you said it perfectly with calling it a chess match, but I think that in a way, they both admired each other with the whole ring thing. Yeah, you know, with him leaving the ring behind and also leaving that gum in there because he asked him, "Did he want gum earlier?" So and give I, him a man a diamond at the end. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The way he slipped it in there real easy, like, "Hey, bro, come on, man, let me tell you something, <laughs> bro. If I reach in my pocket and see that." <laughs> case is over. Case dismissed. Whatever you want to call it, I'm done. My man, he he got a, he got away scot free. I hope he's enjoying that pina colada with with this, the the uh, six Amber and Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, throw it back at you, man. How how did you feel about their dynamic together? I enjoyed it, man. I thought to me that's what made the movie. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what it. Um, to me, that's what kind of gave the movie that that flair you know what i'm saying like it was a it was a the, the tension between those two and it wasn't like a weird tension at all it wasn't like a hostile tension or nothing but you could kind of see like like you said you put it best that they were filling each other out they were trying to see you know what i'm saying what move the next one was going to make trying to see it before um you know what i'm saying they made the move and you know what i'm saying chess match is the is the best way to put it you know what i'm saying like the fact that they were smart enough to, you know what I'm saying, bug the, the top of the drawer and send it out. Or, I mean, bug the, the drawer and then send it out and so they could listen in on what their moves were. Or the fact that they thought that, you know what I'm saying, sending in a bug in the pizza boxes 
was gonna help. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it was basically a, a back and forth of just like you know what I'm saying, like real thoughtful tactics. But to me, I think that all in all, Dalton, of course, got the W because first and foremost, the team got away. Mm-hmm. Scott Free. Um, they got what they was looking for. They got rich off of it. But the, the the to me, the best part about it all was that he he devised that whole plan the way he wanted it to go, and it went that exact way. Yeah. The fact that he told him, like, yo, I'm going to walk out of here whenever I want to. And then literally walked out whenever he wanted to. Nobody knew what was going on. Nobody knew the difference, none of that. The fact that he was smart enough to dig the hole or start digging the hole and then basically hide behind the boxes so that way they'd think that they're trying to dig them out. They weren't going to look nowhere else because once you see that, you know what I'm saying, you pretty much think, well, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to dig themselves out. Then, you know what I'm saying, once everybody leaves, you just pretty much just sitting back there living lavish until it's time to go. I don't know about lavish, but I'm, <laughs> I mean, in that situation, that's lavish. Think yeah, about that. that. You got a SWAT team looking for you. You got regular police looking for you. You got detectives looking for you. They right there by you, like literally right there by you. If they move anything off the shelves, if they change anything, you could possibly be found. And they don't even have the slightest clue. They're just, to me, I'm one of those dudes that like the villain. I always like the antagonist. So the fact that we had somebody who was so brilliant at what he does and he was smart enough to not just comprise this plan, but get away with it. I thought that was dope, man. I enjoyed that. Like to me, that's, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a a slip on everything. Cause this time, the good guy ain't even really the good guy. The good guy is really the bad guy in this one because he's p- pretty much sticking it to the man. True. And uh, I was saying during the um, the coming soon that I was like, yo, I was like, Clive Bowen was on the run. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At that time. So he did yeah. Sin City mm-hmm. in 2005. <laughs> he did Derailed in 2000. Sin City, like, I think the way that they hyped him up they bro the cast was the cast was too the, See, cast that's was the, too big. the cast was too big for what it was like that's what i was saying about don't look up like yeah when you see the cast of sin city you like oh mm-hmm. man this shit about to be the shit exactly and then and then you watch it you like yo this shit is all right like but i see, like i like the black and white shit but you know what i mean to it me i enjoyed the fact that you know what i'm saying like with jennifer lawrence leo you know what I'm saying everybody else doing their thing it was a it was a real it was an ensemble. Let's keep it real. Don't look up had mm-hmm. an ensemble. But it wasn't a lot of people. It was mainly like four or five. It was like five. Yeah, yeah it was at the like most. five or six. Like yeah. Sin City is like a good seven, eight. Easy. <laughs> yeah. It was a noticeable lot. top list names. Yeah, it's a lot. And they was trash in that movie, bro. I was man, when I watched that, bro, I turned it off in the first 20 minutes. I, well, I ended up watching both of them. I think they came out. With it was the a second one. Sure. Yeah, it was the second one too. Um, oh no! Yeah. Like, hold on, real quick. Let's just listen to this, bro. Mickey Rourke, <laughs> Clive Owen, Bruce Willis, Jessica Alba. Who else is in this joint? Rosario Dawson, mm-hmm. Benicio del Toro, Michael Clark Duncan, 
Tommy Flanagan, um, Josh what, Hartnett. Was Sam in the first? I think Sam was in the second one. Uh, Michael Madsen. Like, yo, come on, bro. Frank Miller, who created it, was in it. Brittany Murphy was in this. Like, Nick Offerman was in this. Who else was in this joint? Like, this is a crazy cast, bro. Like, how how big is this budget? Yeah, see, the cast is crazy. Yeah, that's that's just it's too many names, man. Yeah. Look, Elijah Wood was in this. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why I thought I thought Sin City was gonna be the shit, man. Yeah, that's, um, that's so, way too much. Yeah, so he was in that. He was in Derail. Derail mm-hmm. was was a like a DVD movie, but that shit was pretty good. Okay. Um, he was in Pink Panther, but like I said, we we doing Inside Man, and then after that, they 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 hyped this movie up to be the shit, and I watched it, and it wasn't really Children of Men. Um, people people fuck with it, but I really didn't fuck with it. Children of Man was one of those type of movies that like get nominated for Oscar type of shit. I seen the uh, Oscar shit today. It was only two movies I fucking saw. Um, and then he did Shoot 'Em Up. Now Shoot 'Em Up wasn't a big movie, but I thought Shoot 'Em Up was straight. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd be liking those. Because like Shoot 'Em Up was kind of like like that uh, like rock and roller. It was kind of like yeah, rock and uh, roller was that joint. Yeah, like Shoot 'Em Up was like one of those type movies like rock and roller. Mm-hmm. So. Clive Owen was was on the run at that time, man. And um, well, this is between what? So this is two thousand six. Yeah, and Shoot 'Em Up came out two thousand seven. Yeah, see, like, because I'm trying to think, like King Arthur to me was a good one. Um, trying to think what else? the Born Identity was a good one, of course. And like to me, that's pretty much the only ones he was in that was actually. Like worth watching around that time. Uh. Well, I mean, look, I I watched Pete Panther, but I mean, like, but I I think that I will say Inside Man was probably like out, out of the movies that I named. Mm-hmm. I think Inside Man was well. The th- the thing is. Children of Man came out the same year. He actually was right. in three movies in 2006. Mm-hmm. So Clive Owen was working. You know what I'm For saying? For sure. He, um, he, did, he did his job. He did, he did his job in the shit, though. Speaking of last year, man, he did American Crime Story, uh, the impeachment of Bill Clinton. He was William Clinton. Oh, okay. AKA Bill Clinton. <laughs> the man That's Bill. Like, so now Little I definitely got to watch it. Little Rock Arkansas. Yeah, um, but uh, another but they had another legend in here, man, that we haven't even really spoke about, man. Jodie Foster been on her shit, yo. Yeah, like she she's one of those actresses. Like for some odd reason, we don't never really say her name, mm-hmm. and I think that because as of late she's been doing like more directing and producing and shit. Right. But like, man, when you look at her fucking resume, man, like she has been putting in work for a long time, but. And right. she's one of those ones, like, yeah, I mean, most people know her from Silence of the Lamb and shit like that. But, like, you know, like, just for what she have done, I mean, you know, even, like, I fucked with Panic Room. Panic Room was pretty good. Uh, Flight Plan was pretty good. Another one, man, that, that's really... Panic Room was that joint. Yeah, man. And um, uh, the Brave one. The Brave one was good, man. She was going around being a vigilante. A vigilante. Until Artemis was all right too. 
Yeah, man. And it's just like even when you look when you look at her resume, it's like, yeah, yeah, that was the one. Um oh, man, had your boy in it. Um well everybody there was a lot of people in that shit. It was a it was a group of them in there, but she was um she was the nurse. Yeah, yeah, she was the nurse. I mean Man, she do got a nice resume, bro. She was on X Files. She was on Fraser. Speaking of, oh my God, I forgot Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I said yeah, that. Man. Yeah, I gotta um, I gotta go back and find out where I could watch X Files. I thought it was. I thought X Files was on HBO Max. I don't know. I'm gonna find out. But if it is, I'm definitely gonna uh, rewatch. That. I thought I thought it was. I felt like I I felt like I saw like like that was something that they had, and because you know HBO Max got uh like those different little categories, like um, uh, they got the DC shit. Yeah, I think T- TMC. I think like they got like little stuff like at the bottom, like all the networks is like it's under like the umbrella Google. type of shit. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I thought it was on there. But uh nah man, Jodie Foster man, she uh she killed she killed what she did as well, man. She's sure. she's definitely a veteran in the game. That's just, I mean, like, bro, listen, she got a hell of a resume. I mean, Willem Dafoe, bro, he got a hell of a resume. Yeah, like, nigga was in Spider Man. Man, fuck that. But he man. was old though. And still, yeah, he was man, man. Listen, like, man. For, like for real, for real, man. He been, he been was, doing it for a minute. This dude was in platoon, man. That's all I need to be said, man. Like, yeah, man. Uh, man. Uh, Tobias. No, it wasn't Tobias. It was a uh, fuck. I forgot what his name was, but uh, that's my shit right there. But platoon, he was an Aquaman, bro. Yeah, he was like he hey, but he's in that um I was about to say Marvel Universe, but he's in a Marvel Universe, but but he's she in that superhero. He's in that's what I'm saying, like he's in that superhero shit, man. Because man, he got this face, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a villain. Yeah, he looks like a fucking villain. Like but um <laughs> and if you into anime, you know what I'm saying? He did the voice of Ryuka with um on Death Note, you know what I'm saying? That was on Netflix. Um he did Finding Dory. Um, let me see. He was in John Wick. He was in. He been in some shit, bro. I'm trying to find. Oh, he was. I forgot about John Connor. He was in uh, John Connor. John Carter. He was in John Carter. He was in uh, the Boondock Saints, of course. Uh, Daybreakers. I don't know if you anybody ever seen Daybreakers, but that was actually pretty good. I had um, it was him and uh, Ethan Hawke, and they was oh uh, yeah 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 I seen that Hawk. I seen that that was yeah I seen good. that I had that on bootleg. Um, trying to see man, what else was he on? He was on a whole bunch of joints though. He was on he was in Triple X. He was in the Aviator, uh, the Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Uh, he was in James Bond. Oh, he's that's the video game. I'm sorry. Once upon a time in Mexico. Um, the reckoning. I mean, this is a shitload of 
Oh, American Psycho. I already said Boondock Saints. Um, he was in Speed too. Well, that shit was trash. What did he do in Speed Two? Speed Two was I don't know. Speed Two was trash, man. That shit was. Why so was bad. it a speed? He was in. I forgot he was in Mississippi Burning. But why is it two speeds? Man, this is this is what's so stupid about it. So Keanu Reeves didn't do Speed Two. So they brought in another dude playing the same character, but you still had fucking uh, Sandra Bullock in it. It's like, come on, man. That shit was so true. And then it was Speed 2 on a boat. Speed 2 was on a boat, my guy. I mean, right. more like a yacht. I mean, it wasn't just still, a small bro. boat, but like... What, what are we doing? What are we doing on the <laughs> yacht? Were we supposed to stop the yacht? I'm lost. No, it, it, was, it was more like a, uh, like a cruise type of thing. It, Man, it was it was stupid. Only, it yeah, it's cool, bro. Um, and then uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. She she would tell EO four. Oh yeah, he man, listen, I don't I don't know how to say his name, but yo, that dude. Even when even when you look at his resume, like he oh, he is crazy. he is crazy. Like, bro, the old guard. Melissa, I mean, listen. Uh, he voiced the he voiced Scar in the in the live action Lion King. Um, Doctor Strange, of course. Uh, Triple Nine, Secret in Their Eyes, The Martian. Um, Twelve Years a Slave. Salt, two thousand twelve. Um, American Gangster. Um, of course, Inside Man. Somehow he was in Kinky Boots. Four Brothers. That nigga was in, um, <laughs> he was in Eight Mile. Damn, he was in Eight Mile, wasn't he? He was Papa Doc. He wasn't Papa Doc. No, he wasn't Papa Doc. That was um Anthony, what's his name? Mackey. That was I'm Anthony tripping. Mackey. I'm tripping. Um, I just seen Anthony Mackey. That's what made me think of that. He was in Amistad. Damn. He wasn't. I'm gonna stop. That's crazy, nah, he, he, dude. I'm gonna tell you something though. You skipped over one, but you probably never seen it. It's it's a dope ass movie, mm-hmm. and it's under the radar. Slow burn. Slow burn. Y'all don't think I ever seen that. Slow burn. Listen, Ray Liotta, LL Cool J, Makai Pfeiffer, Guy uh, Guy Tory, Tay Diggs. Like it's a lot of motherfuckers in it, man. It's a really, really good movie, man. Yeah, who's um, it? Talk to me. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying, it a, man. It was a pretty good one. Yeah, Slow Burn is a really, really good movie, man. It really is. Uh, like he plays like a like a like a reporter mm-hmm. in this movie, and um, but like yeah, but like he was like, but okay, I won't say what it was. But but not nah, a uh, slow burn. Slow burn is a really good movie. The first time I ever really seen him or he really caught my eye was in Four Brothers. Okay, like yeah. that's when I was like, oh okay, okay. And just the, the role that they had him play, play Victor Sweet. That shit was funny. Yeah, have Sweet. a man, have a man eating out the floor. Him and his and girl. My, hey, him and his girl. He was hungry, but he like you hungry. <laughs> <They eat. laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. 
Hey, man, she said that's bullshit. She said, get down there and share a meal with your man. Hey, but that shit was crazy, but ain't no way. I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah, I don't care who you me, is. Man. I'm not eating nothing goddamn fuck, man. Fuck yeah, you that. You to kill me, big dog. Nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that, man. Fuck that shit. But, yeah, um, <clears throat> but nah, man, the cast in this shit was good, man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know what? You know why I said F. Gary Gray? Why? Because F. Gary Gray did the negotiator. Okay. That's why I said that shit. Okay. Okay. That's why. I, I mean, so all in all, man, like, what was your take from this movie? Like, where do you rank this in, in the Spike Lee movies? In, in Spike? Uh, probably, you know, somewhere, probably in the somewhere like top eight, somewhere top eight? up in there. Mm. Um, you know, like for me, I mean, look, this is going off. Hey, I'm not looking at nothing. Like for me, the very first thing I think of, and look, and, and you know, I'm biased in this, but mm-hmm. um, the first thing I think of is America at San Andreas. Like, like that's my yeah. favorite Spike Lee movie. Um, but then you know, I think of Malcolm X. Right. I think of um, uh, yeah, damn it, why you got th- talk to me in my head? Um, <laughs> damn. Uh, Radio Raheem. God damn it! No, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think I do the right thing. I think uh, is it Devil in a Blue Dress? I think so. Um, like you know, what I'm saying I, I I think of you know more shit like that before I before I get the inside man. Um, mm-hmm. but nah, Spike, Spike, Spike got some shit. I mean, it's it's in the top ten, top eight. But, I don't know. Um, this might be top five. Hold on, man. Let me. Okay, let me. Let me. Let me get my. Because I've ripped. I'm let going Malcolm X. I'm going do the right thing. I'm going school days. And then I'm going. I mean, she's got to have it. Was good, but it. I really wasn't into that. Yeah. Um. For me, like I'm thinking. Okay, well, I know one that I would go over this that a lot of people don't talk about mm-hmm. is uh get on the bus. Okay. Get on the bus was good. Um the Huey P. Newton story. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, yeah, Black Klansman. How can I forget? Yeah, that? Black Klansman. I mean, are yeah. we even gonna count uh the original Kings of Comedy? I mean does that go nah, in there? That ain't no okay, 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 yeah. Oh, he got game. How the fuck can we not say he got game? Yeah, uh, nah, man. Man, you know I fuck with he got game. No, nah, for sure, but I don't. I, I to me that ain't better than. I think it is. I think it's better than. I think it's better than that, man. I don't know, man. Huey P. Newton, the Huey P. Newton story was pretty good. Oh, bamboozle. What am I saying? Never mind. Yeah, top top good eight. Look. Yeah, you're right. Look, Mo, you got Mo, look, Mo Better Blues, Jungle Fever. Oh, man, Mo Better Blues. Oh, Jungle Fever. Dang. Never mind. Okay, yeah, you're right. Top yeah, eight, top see what 10. I'm saying? By top, yeah, yeah by top, top 10. By top, top 10, 10, top 8. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I forgot about Bamboozle because Bamboozle is my joint, bro. And I just was talking about this earlier. You were just time. talking about it. Just talking about it. But the Bamboozle beer. is my joint. So, and if y'all ain't never seen Bamboozle, bro, please go watch Bamboozle. Like, that's, to me, that's... I think that's his like masterpiece. 
When I tell you, like, he put his foot in the bamboozle, and that got, like, a hell of a cast. That got, like, most death. It got Damon Wayne's. It got, um, what's the light-skinned nigga that tap danced? Oh, uh, with the dreads. Um, with the dreads. Yeah, bro. Savion Glover. Uh-oh. I think that's his name. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, but it had, I think his name is Savion Glover. But it had, um, who else did it have? It had, I think, like, Tommy Davidson was in it. Yeah, Michael, Michael Rappaport, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, Savion Glover, Jada Pinkett Smith, it, yep, Tommy Davidson, Thomas Jefferson Burke, oh, Mooney. Mooney. It had, um, trying to think, MC Search was in it, Cannabis was in it, uh, Charlie Baltimore was in it, um, Questlove, it had the roots in it, of course, um, Johnny Cochran, Al Sharpton, Johnny Cochran Jr., yep, Al Sharpton was in it, um, Bro, it had a shitload of motherfuckers in here, bro. It was a bunch of people doing like a um like guest spots for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the actors go, like they did a great job putting it together. But Thomas, Thomas uh Thomas uh Bird, that's the dude that did the um that's the dude I was talking about that did the uh the commercials. Oh, okay. The, uh, the bomb commercial, but the the funny part is, before that, they had a um a, a parody of Tommy Hilfiger. Mm-hmm. So his name was Timmy Hill nigger, <laughs> <laughs> and they had <laughs> and they had Paul Mooney singing the singing the hook. I mean, singing the jingle. So. <laughs> Hey, listen, go just go watch Bamboozle, bro. I promise you, you will not be disappointed, bro. Bamboozle will make you rethink everything it is about entertainment, bro. Like, if you are if you are somebody that's wanting to be an actor or a rapper or anything dealing with entertainment, media, any of that, please go watch Bamboozle. I'm telling you, you'll have a whole new outlook on this shit. But yeah, Spike Lee is the fucking man, bro. That's it. To me, that's his masterpiece, bro. But um, inside man, bro. What's your final thoughts on the movie? Uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I put them in the, uh, in the, uh, fire flames. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. My final thoughts was it should have been a part two. It was a part definitely should have been a part two. It is a part two. It's on Netflix. Inside Man Two. Yeah. Don't play with me, bro. I'm about to go. I'm watch not it. playing with you, man. I didn't know this. How did I know yeah. this? Because it, it was on the Netflix, it don't have the same characters. Most wanted, yeah. Most wanted, yeah. Inside Man Two, most. Well, it don't say man. It said Inside Man, most wanted. Yeah, yeah. I already. But this it. don't got nothing to do with the first story. I mean, it's basically the same story. It's somebody robbing the bank in a genius way. Well, they didn't I'm gonna rob. Go, them. I'm gonna go watch it, but I'm saying like they needed a sequel to this <laughs> specific one. I don't want to see Inside Man, most wanted, and it ain't got shit to do with the first movie. I'm telling you. Is this still a Spike Lee joint? That I don't remember. I don't think. uh, 
Who did that? No, Michael Bassett. And it came out in 2019. Bro, this better not be trash, bro. I mean, I, I look, look, I watched it. Um, <laughs> it was it was cool, but it, they did a lot of the same shit. Like they passed out the uniforms, gave everybody, you know what I'm saying? They just remade the damn movie. But this time no, is 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 different. Um, different storyline, but the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of similarities. You know what I'm saying? You can tell they why they called it Inside Man. Right, is what I'm saying. You can tell why they called it Inside Man. It's a, it's a okay. lot of similarities. But yeah, I seen that. I seen I seen it when it came out. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess I'll check it out, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> it's just, I, I'm super disappointed. So, um, you ready for the fire flames, bro? Yes, sir. Let's get to it, man. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. Damn, I couldn't find the sound. So, all right, man. What you got? Uh, this about to be bad. <laughs> I see it in your face, bro. This about to be bad. You about to kill this goddamn movie? Nah, 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 nah. Um, listen, anything Denzel is is always, you know, what I'm saying, gonna take it a notch up. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, man. I'm not even gonna try to say my man name, but you know what I'm talking about. Light skin she, cat. She would tell. She would tell e, 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 four. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like. She would tell E G O four. That would it looked like. You uh, you got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Clive Owen, man, Jody Foster, man. Like everybody, everybody did a, a great job. I just felt that there were some dull moments. Mm-hmm. Like, like it ended up being two two hours and five minutes. I felt yeah, like it, it could have been cut down. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think they could have cut it down to an hour forty five, and that uh, was my thing. Uh, hour thirty, maybe Damn. it could have been an hour twenty. <laughs> Some of this shit was just unnecessary. That's what I'm saying. That's that's my shit. Like that's what got me. Like if they could have cut this down to an hour forty five, hour thirty. I think that this would have been in the four is four and a half range, but I think a lot of this shit was just kind of, kind of dragged out. It got a mm-hmm. little slow. Some shit didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Like when he had the conversation with the racist cop about the kid that uh, well, that, that was necessary. Him. That was actually a turning point in the movie, so that that was needed. Man, get that shit the fuck out of here, man. Look, I'm giving this shit. To be honest, man, listen, I, I'm I'm gonna give it a three, man. A three. I'm gonna give yeah, it a three, that man. Ain't bad. That ain't bad. No, I, I'm not gonna listen, man. I, I would never give anything that got Denzel. That, that's probably the, the lowest movie grade that I would probably give something that got Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. But I'm mean, gonna I give it a three, man. Okay, okay. I mean, I ain't mad at you, man. Um, I'm going four. You know what I'm saying? Cash was great. You know what I'm saying? Um. To me, the story was was really good. It kept me interested. It wasn't like captivating, but you know what I'm saying. I still looked on my phone, but I was paying attention. You know what I'm saying. Still, like I was able to 
you know what I'm saying, look at my phone and still listen in and hear what was going on. Um, man, Denzel did a hell of a job. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I think they did a great job of making it a New York, you know what I'm saying, ish movie. And then not only that, like just even bringing up the fact that 9-11, you know what I'm saying, was had just happened not too long ago. So, you know, when the um, when they brought out the Indian dude, you know what I'm saying, he had issues. Uh, and then, like, <laughs> even when the cop was like, I was like, oh shit, he's Arabic or some shit he said. Like, that shit was crazy, bro. But, um, yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, just that, just the tensions that people was into it around that time, the shit that was going on, on around that time. And then, you know, like, one of the folks said, like, my nigga, 9 11 just happened. Do you expect these motherfuckers just to give up the motherfucking plane? Like, come on, bro, that shit ain't about to go down. So, yeah. Outside of that, you know what I'm saying? I, I thought that it was it was a great, you know what I'm saying? Um it had for some odd movie I want to say, I mean, for some odd reason, I want to say it movie. had yeah, <laughs> it was an odd movie though. <laughs> um but for some odd reason I want to say that it had a great awareness about it. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm saying that right or not, but I'm just saying just the fact that you know what I'm saying it paid attention to what was going on in the times, it added that into it, you know what I'm saying? So it made you feel like you know what I'm saying? You was especially when it came out, it made you feel like you was there in modern day. Um also, man, um the ending. The ending to me is the is the best part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My man finally got home. He finally made it home to his woman. You know what I'm saying? He about to get busy. You know what I'm saying? She she was looking delicious. And then, you know what I'm saying? He putting his putting his gun up, you know what I'm saying, putting his badge up. And then my nigga just find a diamond. Oh, come on, man. That's the, that's the, yeah, that's the greatest ending of, of all time to me. You know what I'm saying? When have you ever seen a movie in a, with a battle and everybody wins? Can't go wrong with that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going for Definitely going for Okay, I'm mad at it. Yeah, and y'all already know, man. If y'all want to send us in um, y'all ratings and reviews, you already know. Hit us up on the Instagram or on the Twitters and uh, tell us what you think about the movie as well. But for right now, man, we're about to get into the coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Okay, so this next one is, to me, um, a classic because I watched this like crazy when I was a kid. Um, this is one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, starring Marlon Wayne's Hakeem Hardison. Is it Hakeem Hardison? Or Akeem Hardison? I think it's Akeem. I think. Akeem Hardison. You might also know Akeem Hardison from A Different World. You might also know Marlon Wayans from Wayans Brothers. Um, But it was a great, great movie. I forgot what the coach's name was, but he was was pretty hot at the time, too. Um, No, it's Kadeem. Kadeem Hardison. Okay. Well, I had that all wrong. Kadeem Hardison. Man, it had Michael Michelle. Oh, my goodness. Bro, my what? favorite you part, don't know? my favorite part, my favorite part is when they be at the goddamn restaurant and that nigga be eating the salmon. <laughs> and Kadeem Hardison made him put that goddamn A1 steak sauce all over the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, that shit cracked me up every fucking time, bro. Every fucking time. Oh, but, um, man. Yeah, man, this is this is a dope one, man. I, I really appreciated this movie. It was it was out of the box. 
it was something that, of course, you know what I'm saying, nobody really, I guess, ever thought to do because this is the first time I've ever seen it on film. Um, and I really ain't even haven't seen it. I haven't seen it done since. The closest I've seen to this is like Light Mike. But it, it wasn't done even like, close. Yeah, it wasn't done nearly as good as Six Man. Like Six Man was like, this is the funny thing is like this is where Marlon Wayne's was like showing off his actual acting skills. Cause he had to go through like a lot of different he yeah. had to show some roles in this one. So you know what I'm saying? We already knew Kadeem Hardison could do it because we seen him on different uh different world doing his thing here and there, having to go through what they went through. But on Wayne's brothers, it was different because it was a comedic show. But you know what I'm saying? Like every now and then Marlon would try to bring that aspect into it where you know what I'm saying, and of course he was an aspiring actor, but it was also it was always in a comedic way. So you know what I'm saying? This was a good one. Y'all go uh, check this out before um, the next episode drop. That way you can be caught up to date. If not, we're going to tell you about it, and then you can go watch it afterwards. And, um, yeah, man, the six man. So um, make sure, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying, you follow us on all our socials. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter, at ViewAnonPod, and follow us on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Join the group. Let's get some discussions going. Um and we still ain't been able to do the the uh the the joint where we watch, you know what I'm saying, the movie or whatever with everybody. So we still looking for, you know what I'm saying, to get the numbers up on the um on the Facebook page. So please go make sure you jump in that group, follow that page, all that good stuff. Like it, everything. Um and then last but not least, follow me on Twitter at Scoops Bronson. Yeah, and also uh Something else that we would like is, you know, add, add a review, man, on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, how you feel about the podcast, rate, subscribe, all of that type shit. Now you can rate on Spotify. Um, well, I think you probably could back then. I just never really noticed it. But, uh, man, but yeah, give it. You know, Spotify's too long. Yeah. <laughs> fucking up the rest of them. <laughs> Stupid, man, fucking, man. Uh, man, I ain't, man. Oh, God, we'll be here for another hour. Um so y'all can follow me at s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter uh, at 28 Minutes of Less Pod on um, IG. Um, just follow or go wherever you want to go. Uh, it's on all major platforms, man. 28 Minutes of Less Pod, man. I'll drop uh, another one of my things in a little series that I'm doing, man. I did the Smith Brothers. Um, they was causing havoc, man, out in San Francisco uh, with, with George Turner. One of their friends, man, they was committing these robberies and heists, man, back in the uh, 90s and shit, man. So uh, go check out that episode that I did on them. That was episode, that was episode, what, 72, I think. So, uh, yeah, holla at your boy. For sure, man. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's always greatly appreciated. Um, the support is always needed. And um, like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Good.